Welcome back to the Reserves Podcast. Just the two here today. We've got Cam. <laughs> Hello. I'm so weird. I wish that um, our brothers in arms were here today. Yeah, but, no, um, no brothers at all. Um, Kobe off gallivanting. Um, South Australia. Huge, yeah. Huge destination, apparently. Interesting. Yeah. Destination club, that is. Um, and with, a, with a future partner, from all reports. So. Hey, there we go. A bit of, when love is love, really. Um, tried to get the um, the card back on for this ep. Um, Cobb, but he was. Oh, I thought if there was anything that was going to get him over the line, was that Kobe wasn't on. And if I'm not going to lie to you, I was at I was at a dollar thirty two. That as soon as Kobe said no, and I said Cobb, you in? He was going to be like, oh yeah, I can fit in. But no. So maybe he doesn't hate Kobe after all. No, I just think. Um he still believes he's a part of the selection at Swans. <laughs> like, mate, they're not going to listen, brother. Just go find me talent and then get out of the way. That's yep. all we need. Yep. And, mate, it's July and you guys are zero and seven. Are they still? I don't know. I, don't I know. think they've it's, maybe won two games. Lot, but, but obviously you haven't recruited that well this year, brother. So maybe just get back out there and keep rolling footies. Um, did you listen to last week's set? I did. Okay, I've got a couple things for you. So... To- I'm going to go with you on the um, the dishes incident. The dishes incident? Did you hear that? No, I didn't hear the The decisions. part about the drying versus the yes, cleaning. Yes, I actually... Sorry. Yes, yes. Now, as someone that does live with a partner, unlike the other two cowards, what were your thoughts? And can I clarify something? Here can we I go. clarify something? Because I got this afterwards from those two clowns. I'm not putting the dishes away wet. Like... This dickhead over here that's gone to South Australia, he made it sound like I'm literally, imagine imagine cleaning a dish, it's soaking wet and I've put it away. That's not the case. And then he even made a comment like, oh, I don't want to put my dry things into a wet container. What, you putting fucking sandwiches in a container like you're in year six, mate, peanut butter and jelly with no fucking crust? Like, it's a tad bit of moisture. Like, it's, it's, it's slightly moist. They're not wet. What are your... And you can just go three versus No, one. no, it's all right. So I do I do dry and then put it to the side on the, into the second sink. Yep, yep. But I will leave it overnight mm. that it is dry. Yeah. There is no moisture. Okay, yeah. But if there is some moisture, I get a tea towel and just, little, yeah. just a little tuck. Because that's... The, and then I put away. It, make, it completely makes sense because there's obviously... I miss a step there, whereas you you go dry, sit, put away. Time frame. There's a time frame. I am in and out, so I'm like dry, put away. Do you like just? Do you like at the end of the night, like looking? Yeah, like you're sitting on the couch. You turn left to the kitchen as your house is set up. I've probably thrown punches. Yeah. Okay. So you like your kitchen set up to be fully clean? Yeah. See, I I do appreciate that. I I get a bit weird if there's stuff like sitting on the table. So what I'll do, I'll pick the stuff up and move it to the couch. So I don't put it away, <laughs> but I'll move it from the section that I visually can see. Yeah. Ange loves it. Yeah, okay. No, she doesn't. She no, hates she doesn't. it. No, hates it. Hates you, hates yeah. everything about it. Like the other night, this is one of these things. This is the funniest thing about living with a girl. So came home, took all my clothes off. As you do. Put them on the floor. As you do. Had a shower. That's all natural. Came back out, 
left the clothes on the floor. I see nothing wrong with what you're saying right now. Went to the couch. Ange comes home, wants to have a shower, turns back out and says, why is there clothes on the floor? I said, I will get them when I return into the bedroom to go to bed. I'll put them away. She stood at the door until I stood up and had to put the clothes away. And did I cower? Yes. Does she earn a lot more money than me now? Yes. Is she a wog? Yes. yes. Like, just, it's just, all. Like, just let me be me until you say I have to do it, then I will do but you, yeah. me. And see, I feel like it's two, I feel like it was two blokes that live on their own ganging up against the fella here, but you weren't, you were obviously not as disgusted by what I did as they were, but that's because they are complete cows. To be fair, they made it out like you bring the hose into the house, <laughs> open your Thank cupboards you. and wet it. Thank you. Thank you. And that's what I was trying to say. Um, that's not the case. Maybe um, that's the reason why they're single. Maybe. Kobe is actually married, so. <laughs> um, and they're, they're actually both in relationships. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we did just get a little bit of feedback. I love the feedback on the pod stuff, almost more sometimes than I like the questions. Now I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say I like that more because I really appreciate the questions. However, the feedback's always good. And Tom Adors and I think Gav Munt love reacted this message, so it means he does as well. But he completely agree with me with the no deodorant before bed comment. What are you on that? I'm a deodorant. Bef- I am a deodorant. Oh, okay. But it's because I run extremely hot. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Run and, hot. And I, and I would sweat my pussy off in bed. Yeah. So I smell. <laughs> so I'm trying to stay fresh from my kill. That's, uh, that's... So fair. I'm a deodorant before bed. Yeah. Also, Ange questions that. What's wrong with me? <laughs> so, you what's know... What's wrong with me? I don't know. Me doing me. Yep. Um, and you... Got a bit of attention last week and you weren't on. Yeah, a few shots fired from said female. Do you have any any response? Um, no response required. I look, people don't understand. I understand the cam reference, very humorous. If, if anyone has ever seen me waddle around a football field, my hands do go from side to side, which does look like Cam is running from modern family. I'll pay that one. That's pretty humorous. I was I called that. Stewie Jew all Saturday. By the Carlisle crowd, also went home and cried. Um, Good comparison, though. Yeah. You could be called that's like what I said. I, or something. To be fair, I turned around and said, "Geez, that's the best one." If you're calling me Stewie Jew, that's a light <laughs> week. That's a light <laughs> week for me. So he want to fly. Yeah, I'll take that. But the rest, breathing on the mic, or whatever else she said, don't don't get on your high horse. You've you've left your female football teammates behind. Because you you haven't won a game. Oh, he's going here. He's crazy. You haven't won a game. He said he wasn't, but he's crazy. So what you've done now is align yourself to the men's football program. Align yourself to the Rat Pack. You know who you are. Who actually says Saturday night that they've started to tune into the pod. So they should enjoy the shout out. You're not one of us. Oh, shit. That's, that's, that's brutal, that. That's worse. I'll pat you on the back, but you're not one of us. Wow. Wow. Shout out to her cousin. We got the Ladies Day coming up in the foundation. It's going to be very 150 females. Though. Yeah, huge it's day. Going, going to be, be one of the biggest. So. Day. Um, oh, fuck off. Fuck yeah, shit. Oh, that's look without being without hurting someone that hurts. That really does. All right, let's get into the voice. Um, she had sent through a photo of Kobe doing an Irish jig. Now that's actually very funny. It'll- now that'll probably be we'll post that on the socials at some point, probably for a celebration because it's such a good thing. But that was Kobe's thing in school. 
So when we were young, 15, 16, 17, we thought everything was fucking sick. Kobe would break out the jig and we'd fucking lose our minds. Mm. All right. So it's a real good, it's a real good clip that. So we'll break that out at some stage. We're going to start with Tom and Hang Dawes. on. We're not talking about the second video to come out of that night. I'm going to need to say that. No, I have not. Is that off Kobe? No. No. Have you seen the Cody Podmore video? Is that? No. I haven't seen no Cody Podmore video. All right. Well, I'll just quickly explain to what's happening. So is Cody- this the one that was explaining on his first night on the piss what a shandy is to everyone at Beer Pong? <laughs> no. Something far <laughs> more funnier that no one can see by the group that was involved. But just quick shout out to my boy Cody Podmore. It's the kid I've wrapped my arms around this year at the football club. Long cock pod. Long cock pod. He lost himself but found himself in one night. It's the best. It's, there's, there's nothing better than losing it and then getting it back so in this, one night. So this video came through at 3 a.m. at Swan Athletic Football Club. And I'll just quickly play it. No one else can see. Terrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be a few boys that are listening. There'll be a few boys that are listening that know exactly what this video that's, is. That's genuine laughter from me, too. That's... I did. <laughs> he was given a task, and thirty seconds into the task, he <laughs> he diverged from the plan. <laughs> it's true that. <laughs> Alama, he's supposed to be dead. The thing with that is that I've heard that that happened, but seeing it visually, he's so fucking. <laughs> It's the, it's the fucking kitty up at the end that got me. Especially knowing the night he had too. Oh, Fuck. Yeah. Shout out to shout out to us quickly. Great great beer pong tournament. Yeah. Huge, All right. Well huge. done for the boys. Ninety odd people, hundred odd people in the stu- in the building. And if you are listening and haven't paid, because there's a few out there, you're just cheating yourself. Yeah. Mate. Actually, you're cheating yourself and you're cheating the club. Yeah. Exactly. You know who you are. Gab Munt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Kobe. Yeah. He doesn't pay for his shit. Typical. Uh, all right, let's get into this. Tom Adors, he comes in with two. <clears throat> we'll go with this one first. Does Grundy playing for Melbourne turn former AA Ruckman into a C-grade player? You're a C. That's does I'm he C-grade. Uh, is it working or should they drop Grundy? Nah, I still think come finals time, that's going to be the biggest uh, point of difference for Melbourne. So I would keep persisting. It's just wet at the moment. This is, this is these wet months that they talk about. Once it's a bit more drier in September, watch the big boys come back into play. Yeah, and Melbourne, for me, are a team that, like, I say this every now and then, I find myself, I haven't been watching a lot of Melbourne, so I'm honestly not, like, sort of, like, in tune with what they are doing. They are struggling a little bit recently, though. It's still in the top four. We say struggling, top four on percentage, but... Struggling top four, but then yet somehow knocked off Collingwood. Yeah, you know, exactly. So, so um, but no, I think you you definitely can't drop Grundy, not at all. Um, and look, it's always, it's going to be one of those things where, like you said, at one stage they're going to go, oh, actually, Max Gorn is gone for a rest and you get Grundy again and it will change a game. Exactly you know? so, right. Yeah, no-ish. Keep him playing. The, the thing for Melbourne at the moment that's the <coughs> problem is there's just the forward line connection. They still have not been able to find a forward line. Like Bailey Fritch, fantastic football player, but he's not a key. Subbed out early. Not a key. Van Roy was dropped. Interesting. Yeah. So and and 
Ben Brown's always been a, a third lead up forward, you know. So that's they're, they're fundamentally that's where their their problems have allied. Yeah. And then you got to play a, a ruckman, a traditional ruckman as a full forward. So is what it is. They'll they'll work it out. Everyone's got a problem realistically. But like Port don't have a ruckman. Yeah. You know, Brisbane can't play outside of Brisbane. Yeah. Everyone's got some form of issue. Exactly. Um, then it also comes in with. Major League Cricket kicks off in seven days with the first match, including Zampa, Dre Russ, Roy, and Daniel Sams, amongst others. Will you be tuning in? Uh, I don't know what the time slot is. What's yeah. the time slot? Look, I'm going to be... Normally, normally with American sport, if, if they're playing at the nighttime time slot, that would be fantastic because then we can watch it in the morning. But I don't, I don't actually know any of the time slots. I know that Mitch Marsh is over there. I know Sam. I believe Steve Smith is aligned with the club as well. He is aligned with the club. So I don't know. Oh, look, if it's on an appropriate time, absolutely, I'll be watching it while working. Tell you the tip. Absolutely. Um, oh, it is. So yeah, I. If I'm going to be completely honest, I don't know much about it. Um, I just know there's some real random cities, oh, real I mean, random cities that have teams. Random cities and some absolute superstars. So inaugural season is in seven days. He is right. Matches. Let's go to matches. Fixtures. Uh, so we've got TSK, the... Mm, That's owned by Chennai. Yeah, it is. So correct. is that Tennessee or Texas? And the Colcutter and the Knight Riders. So LA Knight Riders versus the TSK, which is... Probably Texas because they're playing in Texas. Yeah. 7.30 their time. That might be a dirty like 6.30 a.m. for us, I think. I won't be up. Uh, Dallas would be, it's what is it, 13 hours behind. So it would be a 6.30. So. Yeah, tough. <coughs> so, might catch the, like, the last bit of it. Um, but Hell, that- what a rogue comp. But in fairness, there is a very high contingent of Indian fans over there. So Correct. You might see that club... You might see that uh, World Series sort of blow up pretty quickly. And yep. anyway, it's backed by the IPL teams. Okay, and the I'll owners. tell you this: I'll be watching. I'll be watching the replay, co mini, whatever it is. Yeah. I'll be watching that. Right. If there's a grand, if there's a grand final, guess what? We'll be tuning in. Correct. We'll be doing a. We'll be doing a, a sport marathon for sure. Um, Corey Wilson. Hey, here he, here he is. G'day boys, hope you're all well and enjoying all the wine, uh, all the whinging that the Poms are dishing up. Just a couple of things that I have <clears throat> on my mind. Firstly, do we think that Cameron Green is deserving of his spot in the test side right now? I know it's a bit harsh, but his current numbers this series, 84 runs, strike rate of 31 and 3 wickets. OR, is that over rate? Does he mean run rate? Or 5.8, probably. I would say so. And strike rate of 56 really aren't anything to write home about. Can someone like Nessa slot in for green, seeing as though big papi, Ness, just hit a century in county cricket and has been swinging the ball like a boomerang? We'll go with that one to start. I'm out of breath today. (coughs) I don't know what it is. (laughs) Do you know what it is? It's because T. Reid rattled us about breathing into the mic, so we're like... Yeah. Um. So he. The answer is the, the easy answer is no. This is this is Cobbers. This is Cobbers has been on this for a while now. Yeah. But this is because Cobbers used to get bashed and Darlow by him. Yeah, that hurts. Hurts you mentally. Yeah. Right? His mum um, gave him throwdowns. Cam Green is probably one of three players in the Test team that have a um forever pass. In my opinion, that'd be Smith, Labuschagne, and Green. No, I don't care what you were doing, what you have done in the last 12 months, 18 months, six months, two tests, you, I, you're you not leaving my side. Yeah, 
look, if we put in perspective, Cam Green is a young player inside his first 30 tests. So they're forcing to bowl bounces at Stokes, Stokes who is fucking just smashing him. I just don't think... Uh, I think we are too... We're too aggressive to see him take, make hundreds and fifers every game he plays. Mm-hmm. I think if you put in perspective of what other people have done at the similar age... Oh, 35 with useless. the rock and 32 with most the ball. Pe- most people have been dropped... Um, haven't made hundreds, haven't taken wickets. He's done all those things. He's done it. So I just think we need to relax. Of course we do. Like if he gives me 30 to 50 and takes one to two, I'm happy with that. And the thing is... But people want to see him make 150s and take 10. You know who? Because of one man. Because of Jax Callis. Yeah. Mate, right now, if Cam Green... I've said this on this pod before. If Cam Green did exactly what he's doing right now for 100 test matches... He's our greatest all-rounder of all time, and it's no issue. Comfortably. Like, what, currently, Shane Watson is our greatest all-rounder. You love a big Bordeaux. And I love him. But if you put in perspective of his numbers, he averaged less than 40 in Test cricket. Yeah. But he still made hundreds. Yep. Still opened the batting, the hardest thing to do. Cam Green will eventually bat at four for us. Mm. So, like, just everyone chill. Yep. Also... His mitts at gully are so crucial to us. Oh, correct. He dropped like a couple, he, but so... Mate, like, unbelievable. Also, the ones that he drops are the ones that nobody else can take. Well, like, he just gets... Because he, he can one, get yeah, there. The no ones he else. takes, nobody else can. Yeah. So, yeah, um, chill. Stay calm. Also, knees are... No. I'm not playing 120 kilometer. Do you, he would have been fucking sent out of the fucking ground if he was bowling. Fuck, Stokes was hitting him big. Thank God we bowl at 135 to 145 because he would have been fucking sending them to Jerusalem. I'm not I'm not arguing with that. He should be in fucking jail too, Stokes. He, he should. Um, secondly, what is the best non-AFL footy game atmosphere you've ever experienced? Rogue one from him here. Mine was the Waffle Grand Final at Leedy last year. Place went fucking ballistic. As always, keep up the work. Love Much love, the White Walker. Hmm. <coughs> Well, to be fair, Wildcats, I go to Wildcats quite frequently and I've gone to finals. Atmosphere's unreal. Yep. To be fair, I went to the South Frio grand final with Nuo one year. And when we, South Frio was sort of the underdogs and knocked off Claremont. Yep. And that shit was real. Mm. I remember running onto the field saying, like, we've done it. Yep. Don't support either <laughs> club. <laughs> like, I'm high fiving people. I, yeah. So I got caught up in that. Yep. Um, atmosphere from a is PSA school carnivals. I tell you the tip, fucking a swimming carnival or a sports van and carnival. There's a bit of chaos there, yeah, and that's good atmos. I can imagine. So I don't know. I haven't got. A, there's a few. I've been to a few things. Um, year eleven ACC carnival rocking. Nah, love um, that. No, nah, I've got. I don't have many because obviously I haven't been outside of Oz for like sporting games or any big sporting events. Um, and obviously can't count the grand final because that's AFL. Look, just, I didn't get to many because of how hard it was at the time to get tickets, but anything whacker related to do with scorchers, it's, it was a different breed. Mm. Yeah, people that, I'm in trouble here. <laughs> I actually can't breathe. I'm in serious trouble. That's what happens when you fucking stop eating food, mate. I've been eating so much food today, that's for sure. Um, Puffed. 
Yeah, puff. But yeah, people that have never been to a Wacker one and have just started going at Optus, yes, it's beautiful to be able to get a ticket a minute before the game, but fuck me, like there was nothing better than those Wacker games. All right, moving on. I've been a part of a real like it's like real sour atmosphere, but like real pretty cool was the the prelim a couple of years ago. Swan Athletic versus North Rio where that was fucking packed and oh, there was wow. cars everywhere and we just got bashed from ball. Bashed. Like, to be fair, I did sell some candy, did a 360 spin to start the game and I thought, I'm going to fucking win it all. You're going to A-grade. But next minute, lost by 15 goals. That was unbelievable. And we were getting abused by so many things and I don't know how North Rio knew so much about me and my family. <laughs> like, I do not understand. My Shiraz wasn't shit. <laughs> Um, Riley Marangoni Kobe's high on this one How is Joey Chestnut Not the goat of goats Do you know much about Old Joey Yeah Is that 15 uh, 16 I think Yeah I've watched it On the ESPN Old Joe I can't I can't. I just it. don't write it I just think it's just like I, I just I, I think it's disgusting When they use like The, the dipping you, of the water It's like you dipping Your fucking kitchen plates And putting them in the sink <laughs> That's why It's like putting them In the cabinet mate. Anything So I don't mind The old food challenge thing Um Anytime I see something where food is being dipped in liquid for easier consumption, I, I'm turning it off. Yeah. Like, I don't mind the eat drink. I don't mind that. But if you're dipping, that's disgusting. I'll never watch it. Um, no, it's pretty weird. Yeah, it is. Benny comes in with a couple. Would you rather play footy in wet weather with no wind or sunny weather with strong wind? Wet weather with no wind. Really? I fucking hate wind. Pushes on my clothes, then you can see the outline of my features. Yeah, that's fair enough. No, like, I, bottom half, great. Yeah. Top half, no. Um, interesting for me, considering that I'm a long sleever, because obviously wet weather, no wind would be perfect for a long <coughs> sleeve. But no, I'm sunny weather, because I just can't do the cold right now. Um, Benny Paul, what is your solution to all the track limit penalties given on the weekend? I uh, Turn it off, don't watch it. That's my solution Because there's no fucking point Watching it anymore There's a reason why We've stopped talking about it On the pod Because it's fucking The same thing every week Yeah to be fair The only thing you could probably do Is just a bit more Harsher penalties That's that's about it What to stop them Like, hut, like be like yeah. Or well, you just gotta force them To take a tighter line And stay on the track With harsher penalties Yep That's pretty much The only thing you can do Yeah Any Changing the track, like nah, the tracks are okay. Like it's just because the cars have got extremely wide and longer now that it's probably just off off putting these drivers you. that have obviously driven yeah. in smaller cars. I'll tell you what though, I um I listened to a F one podcast, F one Nation, and they got on one of the guys that oh, look, I don't know his role, but he has a lot to do with the Austrian track. Yeah. And they were sort of saying, like, what can be done? And he was throwing hands back, saying, like, this is used for MotoGP, F1. Oh, he, took, he, oh, he took it personally. Yeah, he took it personally. And he pretty much said, like, like, hey, if we want to go behind closed doors off social media and talk about what we can be done, we can do this. But for now, like, like, and he was throwing hands. So, yeah. Why was, it was he so was aggressive? I don't know. Maybe, like, Austrian had, like, a day of mourning or something, but... <clears throat> Wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, mourning the F1s because Verstappen's killed the whole series. Yes. That's what it is. Fuck day. Um, Trozzy Blake, should Jeffrey Boycott go play in traffic? Yes or yes? <laughs> oh, Jeffrey. Um, I'm pretty sure this is in relation to his... What did, oh, what did he say exactly? No, he said that Australia need to come out and, and have a formal written apology. Yep. 
Jeffrey, please. We have to watch Harry Brooks bat. You should come out and write a formal apology. It is grim. It is grim. So, Jeffrey, fuck off. Uh, Hudson Babbage. Hey, fellas. Uh, hope you are well. Thanks, mate. You too. Thoughts on the potential AFL mid-season trade period? We've been a very big yes. Of yeah, that. huge. <clears throat> nah, it doesn't, it's coming in regardless because they're talking now about people being able to trade during contracts. Yes. And Dylan even came out and said, yeah, it's, it's something we're looking at. So, uh, yeah. I was like, when did I say that? But no, you No, didn't. Andrew Dillon, yes. Yep. But uh, again, until the money is high standard where you can physically just pick up and move the next day like the Americans can, mm. you physically will never be able to do what the US do. Yeah, it's until, it's until until the money comes in, then you can start treating people like nothing. Yeah, but <clears throat> mid-season trade period, absolute no-brainer. The yeah. clubs that need that one last piece, the teams that want to... T- like, Tank, mm. sell them off, perfect. Sell sell plays high as well. It would, yeah, it'd be awesome. I would love to see like a um, a thing similar to like amateurs, where it's like a June thirty scenario. And yeah. if you're like, say, for instance, no AFL, but like you're in the you're in the bottom end, so you know how like we do the mid season for waffle or yeah, 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 those that next like just open that up and let them come in. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like just like with the injuries and stuff, like. You don't have to wait for a contract. Like, you just have, like, a games contract. Like, you, you know, you're, you're 10 days. 10 days, yeah. Just do that. I'd like to say some of that. Yep. Uh, Kane Sarich, he'll give us two to end here. He goes, one, will Boz ever play a league game? No. To be fair, that's quite funny because at my grandfather's wake last Wednesday, his dinner <laughs> said, uh, why is it my grandson playing league? Because all Bozages played league at the club. <laughs> <laughs> and a very humorous uh, did a boz and and hey look Bubba Boz says so like yeah I like to come at the two thirty time slot not the twelve thirty time slot so uh, they don't fuck around the bozages oh, yeah no they don't tough I uh, tough school that yeah and then uh, he finishes off here with hey friends particularly Cam so this is Kane can confirm. The European Puswani tastes like bruschetta. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks, Mohammed Rizwan. Hey, there's a bit of Rizwan about that. Kane Sarich, if everyone's following his socials, is uh, potentially having one of the best uh, hot girl summers of his life. That's all I know. Um, yes, you're right. All right, let's move in. Uh, let's start off with the talk of the town, the Ashes controversy so far. All right, so let's start off with the one... Was it a catch or no catch to Stark? So he's taken it, he's fallen over, ball on grass, out or not out? Uh, oh, look, the rules are, yes, that's out, but I personally think the catch... Sorry, you mean the rules are, yes, that's not out? No, the, the rules are, yes, that's not out, Yep. technically. But I would like to know where the catch is completed. Correct. So I personally think he's caught the ball... Way before where he puts his hands down, I think he's in full control. Yep, there. Because you could you could argue if he you like you can argue that see like I'm this is the one that I'm sort of torn on because like you said I do understand the whole grassing thing not out. However, players there are players that throw the ball away in the slips or in the gullies in less time than he did. So you're trying to tell me if he took that catch. And then, like, threw it as he was falling. Is is it out? Yeah, exactly. So, so my yeah, exactly right. So if he caught it and then threw it straight away and then fell over, like, are we high fiving and saying that's out? Yeah. 
Like, I, I fully agree with that. So, I, yeah, look, the gr- it's just more the the full hand of him going down and doing that. It, it looked bad. It looks horrible. Yeah. 100% looks horrible. But I think the catch was completed before he puts his hands out. Yeah, that's, that's fair enough. But, yeah. But then, incomplete, um, I feel like it was almost karma. We know we we in the, on that couch, on that blue couch. We were watching, and then Johnny Bairstow walks out, and next thing we know, we hear celebrating and the stumps, and it was a run out. Ah, oh, so wasn't good. wasn't it just so good? So good. That's fucking out. Fuck off. It hundred. I I really do not understand why everyone is so angry, or the English people are no, so angry about the scenario. Neither do I. Like, it just makes no sense to me. Like, but he, he blatantly he walks out of his crease way too fast. Yep. And then it's just run out. Simple. Yep. And it's the, the thing is, it's just an absolute build-up of test one, they got dicked. Test two, they're in trouble. Basball, as we've said, has not worked. And now this, and it's just a culmula- cul- cul- culmination. Cul- culmination. Culmination of everything. And now they're like, we're just losing our minds now. I just think they're very clever from the, if it's if it is proceeded this way, that Stokes and McCullen have used this to hide that the fact that they've been beaten twice comprehensively. Of now. course, of they're <clears throat> absolutely correct. Because there realistically, is- Stokes only went berserk post post him getting run out. Yep. So them saying that's the defining moment. Well, not really. The defining moment is Stokes getting out. Yes, because we were sitting there watching it and saying it's happening again. Yes. But prior to Bairstow getting out, Stokes and Stokes was grinding away here. Yeah. And then went, fuck it. I've just got to start swinging from the bootlaces post the Bairstow. He wasn't doing that beforehand. Yeah. So realistically, I personally think we would have eventually got them out regardless. We were sitting in the box seat the whole game. They needed, at that time, what did they need at the time? About 180? 80. Yeah. With five five in hand and their bottom four being useless. Yeah. So realistically, they had one in hand. Yeah. Which what happened. So for me, it's clear as day. Bairstow was not thinking at all. They generally saw the five four balls before that he was charging out of his crease to do gardening. Yeah, yeah. Run him out. Saw, and, saw an opportunity, took it, and they're just angry that we've hit the stumps. And the part that I don't... The thing that annoys me, and he's and you try to ignore the fucker because he honestly doesn't know what he's talking about. Piers Morgan on Twitter, just going off. The part that annoys me about it is that they... The poms that are complaining about this, they, they have no factor in that it was... Instantaneous throw by Carey. He grabbed it and threw it. Mm-hmm. They also don't take into effect that he released the ball and Bairstow was in his crease. Like, he knew he was want- he was going to wander out. Absolutely. Like, he threw it immediately. That's exactly. the thing for me. It's not like he's holded, waited, knowing it's over, and then had a dip. Correct. He's generally got it as soon as he's got it, has had a, has had a ping. Yeah. Like, I, the I, ball's not dead yet. The, it's, the ball just reached the... I do understand where Stokes is coming from, though, in terms of the umpires moving. Because oh, I do I see the video... I was just about to say that as well. the umpire does take the hat off the clip yep. and takes one step forward to give without saying over. And square leg does move as well. But realistically, the letter of the law, if we're going to apply rules that apply to Stark and we apply to the game... Yes. 
then Absolutely. technically it's all correct. And you know what, Cam? You know what you said that just sums it up so perfectly is that as if we couldn't have had any more umpiring fuck-ups. How bad have they been? Like this this just summarizes the fact that they like just just didn't hold, like just just hold for a second, you know, even the whole like hold maybe hands out over like yeah. these fucking I was going to say nah. something. Oh, whoa. These two fuckheads that get are getting so many decisions wrong, so many simple errors. And once again, they're just blasé. And people look at that and go, well, that's over. But you're like, no, it's not. It's not. Um, and then just for the little thing, if uh, Carey misses, if he has a proper dip, misses and there's no one backing up, you think they're going to run if there's a single? Exactly right. Of course they're going to run. So, yeah. ball's well, not dead, bro. Even Travis Head, like, has found out at best. Oh, so, I, it's all good. They all come out. Yeah, I love so it. it's okay. Like, look, it's just a... I think it's over-the-top anger. Somehow, England believe they are the judge, jury, and executioner of the spirit of the game. Yep. Just that when it doesn't apply to them, it's all just in, within the laws. But then when it's in the spirit of the game, then... You've got to do the right thing. Exactly. So Perfect, isn't it? GG. Because all the videos... Like, I love the hindsight from some of the players too. So, McCullen, all those videos showing what he was doing behind the stumps. And then he comes out today and says like, yeah, definitely made a couple of mistakes now. But, you know, I've thought about it over the years. And hindsight, I just... I would act in a different manner. Like, what? <laughs> like, grow up. Oi, you weren't going to... Get off the horse, mate. Oi. Stop fucking sitting there... Glasses and bucket hat on with your feet up. And maybe coach your fucking boys to a win, yeah. eh? And when you were fucking making little Indian kids cry in the first ever game of IPL hitting 150 against their team, you fucking don't regret that, yeah. mate. You made families cry. Spirit of the game. Fuck Lick you, my ass. Dickhead. Alrighty, moving on. Hey, 2-0. Oi, 2-0. Moving on. Um, I'm, a, I'm an absolute sicko. I will, from 9 o'clock at night to when I go to bed, Every half an hour, I'll check NBA Twitter because it's free agency period, baby. Every half an hour, if I wake up in the middle of the night to piss, I'm checking free agency. I'm an absolute sucker for it. Um, there weren't a lot of unrestricted free agents this this round. Mm. <clears throat> you know, this um this time out. So there wasn't a lot of unrestricted. A few restricted, but still some sneaky moves for teams, um, you know, to sort of put them in the, in the right direction. Now, Cam, I've given you... This task today is to tell us, because we spoke about it off the pod, why did the Lakers apparently have a sneakily good free agency? Because LeBron <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm quitting if that if this shit ain't real. Yep. I like it. Fantastic for Rob Palinka. He's done it again. Like to see the players they've signed. So hopefully they don't have to fight their back against the wall again for the last 30. Like, I personally think this team has been created to get through the season and finish between one and five so they don't have to do any planes. Like, they filled their roster perfectly. Six is also not playing. Yeah, one to six. I just was making sure. I didn't want to fucking pull the trigger. That's all right. I went up. But, you know, I, I think what they've done here is unbelievable. Mm. Like, so we've re-signed D-Lo. Yep, my Only notes. Two, my two, not my notes here say finals coward. Yeah, correct. Two years thirty-seven though. My regular season show. Two years thirty-seven. That's that's under twenty million. No issue. We'll probably trade him at the deadline. 
Typical no us. No, no issue. issue. King White Man Austin Reeves. Yep. Four years max. Uh, what's his? What was his? I'm pretty sure it wasn't. It wasn't uh, as much as he could have got. I thought it was, it was. It's a good contract. Eighty for four. Oh, you you can. I've got eighty for I'm, four, and then we sign Rui Hachimura. Like just you, beauty. We signed some depth. We signed some key players that played definitely big minutes. Then the free agency signings. So you're telling me we've just gone and stole Gabe Vincent, essentially. Yep. Like generally played thirty odd minutes in the final series, just gone, and was a very good, crucial part. Stealing Prince from the Timberwolves, fantastic. Jackson Hayes. I know he's got an X in his name, but it's another... Asterisk. But thank God it's another big man to help AD throughout the year. A big man who can move, got that 7-3 wingspan. Cheers. Yeah. And then finally, just to finish off the little piece, a 3 and D who hasn't really got to his full potential, but when you think when you've got some veterans around him and some leadership, Cam Reddish to be a nice 3 and D player for the boys could be anything. Yeah. Um, and just to clarify, Reeves is only fifty six million for four. For four, you're Reeves. kidding me. Nope. See, so Cam, we're buying in just for just to ruin every all the listeners' um, hopes that I was going to go you here. I'm not going you here. I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. That these players just mean that you do not have to play Trevor Ariza. Like these players are not. Moving the needle. However, like you said, these are players that you can rely on for 10 to 15 a night. In an 82-game season. In an 82-game season. and LeBron like, can sit out, rest, yep. so take nights off. You look at the... and then you look AD's at the, one tripping himself over away from being out for three months. Exactly. Gabe Vincent just played a crucial role in a finals run. Um, played 31 minutes, average. 31 minutes in a finals run. Cam Reddish, Young, and Hayes Young. They're just they're Hayes before I don't know. I feel like before the Pelicans sort of they fast tracked I guess they fast tracked their rebuild with um McCollum and then Ingram took a step up and then they also had to play Valentunas more with no Zion. It seemed that he sort of was out of the rotation a little bit. But a backup big to once again come in and play 15 to 20 a night, I was sitting there while these were happening and I was saying, and people might not think, oh, they're not a big name, so it doesn't matter. But no, I was sitting there going, how the fuck are they signing all these people? Because these people would be perfect. These players would be perfect fits at other teams. Mm. So, no. Couldn't agree more. Boys want a ring. Yep. That's the chance. Alrighty. My turn now. Bit of Skip Bayless. My turn. <laughs> Rest in peace, Shannon Sharp. No more. For, uh, what are they? What were they Undisputed. on? Undisputed. Um, why? So the thing here, why the Kyrie deal is a good one. Alright. I it is a good deal. There is no you cannot tell me. So let's let's look at it for one from a talent perspective. Just straight up talent. As a free agent, Kyrie was the most talented player out there. Who was a free agent? Now, because of the lack of money from other big teams, there wasn't really a market. Mm-hmm. However, there's definitely, if someone wanted him, 
or if he wanted to go somewhere, sign and trades were always going to be a possibility. So that's one. He was the most talented free agent on the market. Number two, he is earning less money than Fred Van Vliet, who we will get to his contract in a minute. Alfred Rico. So he is earning less money than Fred Van Vliet. Um, I just had the tracker here. He is also earning, let's have a look, average salary. He's earning less money than Fred Van Vliet. He's earning $8 million more than Chris Middleton, who is almost on the verge of being cooked, to be honest. And he's earning $10 more million than Jeremy Grant, who... Now that Dame's requested a trade, finally, thank fuck that is saga is coward. You should have should have stayed at fucking Portland. Coming to an end, hero. Um, that's a shit. That's a that's a shit contract. So Kyrie Irving, talent wise and deal wise, not to mention it's only three years with a player option. Mm-hmm. So we're not. It's not like a because there was rumors there at one stage where Kyrie was not coming back for anything other than five years, two hundred and fifty. That was the rumor. And as a Mavs fan, I sit there and go, Ugh. please do not do it. Five years, two fifty. That means in the later stages he'll be earning fifty million dollars a year. That hasn't eventuated either. Okay, so his contract I'm pretty sure goes like thirty-eight, forty-two, forty-four. You got to remember that with the rising salary cap in five years, it could be one hundred ninety million. Yeah, that deal is going to be fine. Plus no tax. Plus no tax. The only issue is off field. That's off court. That is generally that is his only problem. And the will fact- he? Correct. Disappear. That is that is the thing. And I I truly believe that as a Mavs fan, that he has found himself in a place because he has a really good relationship with our general manager, has a really good relationship with Jason Kidd. And from what I've seen as a as a Maverick supporter, it does seem like a good place to be. Yes, the results might not have come. And hey, that almost the results not coming could be because it almost is a too nice of a place to be. And just like I don't know. Winning hasn't always been the most priority. I still think Mark Cuban prioritizes money sometimes over winning since the 2011 ship. I was going to say, I think you're you're probably still hanging your hat on beating Miami, I think. Potentially. So I just, this deal, two years and then third year is a player option. Um, Kyrie Irving, most talented free agent out. Money isn't too bad. I have absolutely no issue with this deal. And... If we can add a center to the roster, because we've made a few moves so far, but nothing major. If we can add a center to this fucking roster, we could make some noise with Luca and Kyrie. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's a good deal for Dallas. Yeah, so you'll miss the plane. Yep, miss the plane, and uh, Luca leaves in frenzy next year. That's Where's why. He go- where would where would you reckon he goes? Where would he request? Yeah, I think he's he's someone that if he's going to leave Dallas, relatively small ish market. Sorry, not small market, just like in comparison, I reckon he would be somewhere where the lights shine on you. Okay. Uh, a New it, York. Nah, I've got one. So Clippers pull the band-aid, blow up Kawhi, Paul. Look at the Clippers. The only problem is if, you're, if you're looking at a Mavs standpoint, they have no more picks to trade. They they fuck all unless they're trading us one of those two and I think by that point. But won't be in free agency or has he still got deep in his contract? No, nah, he's got three. Oh, or four so years. Oh, yeah, so it would have to be a re- it would have to be a trade request. Mm. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's my take on that situation. I think it's a good one for Dallas. Um. You wouldn't go to you wouldn't go to New York. Was it's a dead man's place. It is. Uh, five free agents, Cam. I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give you them and their contracts, and I want you to give me a grade yes. rating on the deal. 
Uh, Fred Van Vliet to Houston, three years, $128 million. That's $42 million a year. What's your grade on that? Uh, Fred, mm, I'm going to go C+. Plus. Yep. Veteran head. Money a bit too much, but Houston are nowhere near it, so it really doesn't have really affect him that much, I don't think. Literally, my that was my I've given a B minus. Yeah. And that was my exact reasoning is the fact they had money to spend. Yeah. They do need some veteran leadership because those young blokes are a shambles on their own. And yeah, I actually don't mind it. Mm-hmm. Uh, same place, Dylan Brooks, Houston, four years eighty. I've given it B minus as well. Yeah, I had C. Yep. Same, same. It's the same, same thing. Same thing. And as much as we like to hang shit on Dylan Brooks, he gives you effort. It's a bit like Russ at the moment. Just tries his heart. Tries. Heart and soul kind of guy. But he's actually a good defender. Yeah. Like we can pull up all the stats and everything we want of him. You know, his offense is horrendous. When he's on Curry, Curry shot sixty percent. The fact of the matter is that Steph Curry, Dylan Brooks is a great defender. Um, the only thing is, will he go in there and piss the young guys off? Maybe that's what they want him to do. Because Emo Odoka came out, who is the Houston Rockets coach, and said, I need some leadership around here. These young blokes ain't got it. So, mm-hmm. um, Jeremy Grant, Portland, five years, 160. Who cares? Yeah, C, C. C minus. C. Like, it's just- Portland now have become more irrelevant than the Kings. Yep, 100%. Simple as that. Um, Kuzma, Washington. So we thought he was leaving for sure. Oh, yeah. That's bizarre for him. Four years, a hundred and two. Took the bag. I'm giving that. I'm giving that an A plus. You happy with that? That's only twenty five milli, and like I said, but he's not that good. He can get buckets though. I know, but he's not that good. I'm also looking. He's at, more into fashion. That is correct. However, looking at projections as well, twenty five million in three years. Who the hell's on Washington's roster? No one. That's why he's taken it and he goes, I'm, ca- I'm taking this to the promised land. Um, I can't name you a second player. But he had a market though. That's the thing. He had a market. He was definitely one that we thought Where was Where Miami's be- sniffing around him? Uh, potentially, but that could have been involved in trade. trade yeah. There was definitely a market for him and $25 million is going to be the new 15 in three years. So I'm really happy with that. And then Middleton back to the Bucks, three years, 102. B minus. Yeah, B. I B- think he's, he's at the... Uh, Farewell tour yeah, contract. Yeah, just, just about. And that could... Oh, look, I've given it a B-, minus, but that third year, which is likely going to be... Is that an option? Uh, I don't know. I can quickly... Because check. if it's an option, team option? No Chris, Chris Middleton... They won't be taking it. I'll tell you the tip. The max, So the max value is 130. Three years. Uh, it doesn't say. I think that might be just three years. Um but yeah, that'll be a dirty like thirty-eight million dollar expiring. So, be honest. Um, but yeah, hey, look, that's it for the day. Unless you've got something else that you want to quickly come in and chat about. Well, I thought you there was some controversial cricket moments that you've told me to do research on. No, no, I meant that's it for the day. Content wise, is that? Uh, apologies, apologies. Do you not know what's going on here? Did you not understand? No, I, I understood. I did my research and went and got the things, but oh, I thought it was a part of the content. No, 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 no. Sorry, so, apologies. Content is done for the day. We are going to come in. There's only two of us. So as you know, when there's only two of us- Hey, hang on. We just we did miss a couple of things football-wise. Go. Coasters. Hey, it was a great showing. It trying. Was, it was a great showing. Um, Watching it, you could tell, you know, who had had enough. Let's do a bit of football. Let's do a bit of football. We'll, we'll work oh, for it. Right, yeah. 
Coasters, not bad. You, Efforts, good. You know St Kilda, would, have a look at yourselves. But you know who had had enough? And that was Lucas Shuey. Good on him. That first quarter... Earned himself had, another two years to his contract. He laid eight tackles. You mm. could tell he had had a fucking enough. Okay, I, I saw this come out today. Bunga Hearn, happy to go around another year. Is he? Surely you're not happy you with that. You know what the funny thing fuck, is? Tell him to fuck off, mate. You know mate. what the funny thing is? If he's not pinging cars, he's all right. Oh. <laughs> he's okay if he's not pinging a car. Why is he still single at 35? I've said it. He Go might. on, say it. No, I'm not saying yeah. it. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. it. Okay. For years, too. Okay. Um, and then people come in like, oh, yeah, that's obvious. No, no, no. I said it first. <laughs> when I was like 12 years old. Been on it since day one. Yeah. Um, what else? We're not Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide after the siren. That... All right, here is one. This is a bit rude for me to not bring this up. Do you think something like that is more worthy of a goal of the year over a... Oh, I saw this, the Kane Corns fucking call about. It's not because I like my goal of the years to be things that are very hard to do. Mm. But realistically... 55 out in the wet But realistically, the 55 in the wet after the siren is extremely hard to do. Kick. Unbelievable. But even but- the fact to not just quickly go back and put it top of the square... Like he's like, no, I'm kicking it, boys. Yeah, unbelievable. My favourite thing about that whole clip is that you think there would be a lot of stress and a lot of fear. Yeah. Pan to the bench. Some Ken Hinckley oh, is he's smiling like a Cheshire cat, like he knew what was happening next. Ken like he read the he read the fucking script. He saw the script before the game and went, "You fucking beauty." <laughs> You'll be like that. He's got to call afterwards. They're like, fucking Ken, if you're going to read the script, you got to fucking yeah. act it out, mate. Like- mate, how about that BOFC? All right, and then we'll go... Mate, tickets are nearly booked for me on the power train. I told Anne during the week, like, put some money aside for me because I'm spending mine, So, you, but you put some aside for me off yours and <laughs> send me to the grand final as my one dying wish. <laughs> Not dying yet, but if Port make it... And then once you use that dying wish, there will likely be another dying wish. Yeah, of, of course, of course. But, mate, I looked at flights. It's coming. Well, that's the thing as well, considering that obviously you're a Port fan, so they wouldn't spike as much from WA as they did... Oh, mate, that year I went, that was cr- that was a criminal. That was criminal. Is it 2018? Yeah, that was actually like that... They should have been put in prison... When before. did you book flights for that? The week 20? before. Yeah, okay, there you Because go. we didn't know we were going until the week before. Yeah, so we... That, 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 you had the package. I had the package with the boys and still... I went to Hawaii earlier in that year and if you told me what trip that you would take again, <laughs> and I'm not even an Eagles or a Collingwood supporter, I'm taking the AFL Grand Final I'll still say weekend that. Because I saw things. Yep. I experienced things. My friend, Brendan Erseg, he experienced things. <laughs> And I will never forget that. I saw Jake Newich commit things over, over that trip. <laughs> so I'm just saying, fantastic trip. I'll still say it, the craziest thing about that night was Melbourne turning West Australian. Like, we were walking through the casino and like, it was like we're in WA. Mm. Collingwood fans... Nowhere to be seen. Everyone that wasn't a Collingwood fan was an Eagles fan. It was incredible. It was I, awesome. I, I was I was at the casino maybe four a.m. and I was just sitting there. I don't know what I was doing. No, you don't. Yeah, I, was, no. I couldn't even see. Ray Charles had better vision than me. 
And somehow, yet yeah, I saw Taylor Adams post grand final walking through the casino by himself. I wonder Going what I, just, I would love to know what was running through his head. Going through his what he was doing, what substance yes. was around. But I just know that Port Adelaide are going out in straight sets, so I will hold. Yes, hold, hold. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, anything else? That's it. GWS chance of the eight. Good, good back end. Yeah, I, I good said back end, be a but they might fuck. Typical them. Typical. Cowards, no tigger from them. No tigger so. and cowardly. And then other than that, fucking stop putting footy in the fucking TV Islands or wherever they played on in the weekend. Yeah, that was a waste nice. of time. That'd be nice. And Roy Lobb, 1.5 million. Boys, if he's talk about a man who's copping some heat. A little bit. And However, they did pants Freo. Oh, free him. And then Freo just jailed. Go go get Dimmer. Dimmer would be fantastic for Freo. That's a... Dimmer to Frio makes more sense than Dimmer to Gold Coast for me. Oh, 100%. 100%. Imagine Dimmer inheriting that list that they a have. Good, it's, a, it's good enough. Yes. That's a good enough and list. Young enough. Yes. But, mate, Dimmer to Frio is better than Dimmer to Gold Coast. Absolutely agree. Heard it here first. There we go. All right. So we are going to do it. Like I said, when there's only two of us, we'd like to do a draft. So we're going to keep with the flavor of the week because we did a draft uh, not long ago on just controversial moments and we found some pretty hectic stuff in there. We're going to do controversial cricket moments. All right, we're going to draft five each. Mm-hmm. Either loud, so we're trying to keep it on field. So incidents that happen on field, Camp's just done a finger, out for eight weeks. Fuck. Af get relegated. Hey. But I've allowed one off field. Hang on. Also, we haven't talked about a prediction about Af not losing a game, but didn't we do Melville in... <laughs> Who got best on ground? <laughs> fat kid, the fat kid. What's his name? All right, go uh, back. Sorry. Kobe. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, but we get one off field out of your five. Yeah. Fair All enough. Right. So, just so that our last few weren't just complete, like, people listening, like, what was that? Yeah. But if you if you are like that, go research. It might be something. It might be 30 for 30. On. No, there won't because it's cricket. But there might be something on YouTube. Yeah, okay. There right. is one Netflix documentary about a cricket scandal. Okay, good. All right, let's paper, scissors, rock. See who gets first pick. Paper, scissors, rock. You win. Would Boom. you like first or second? I will take uh, first, please. Yeah, go. Trevor Chappell underarming a ball. Nice. 1981. So with your first pick, you take the underarm delivery. Was- change the change the laws of cricket. Change yeah. the way we saw New Zealand. We lowered our colours. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to go... So. I'm going to go with this one. I think, I know it's the freshest one, but this is going to be looked at how you look at the underarm. It's just because we experienced it. People that didn't experience this are going to be like, what the fuck happened? I'm taking Sandpaper Gate, 100% with my first Simple. pick. Sandpaper Gate comes in. Um, I still think about that now and go, what? I can't believe like it happened. And I'll always say the part that pissed me off was the most about, about all of that is that the series was tied one one. We weren't even in like we weren't in trouble. No. And if we had a loss at series, we would have moved on to better things in life. Mm. I just will never understand it. So I'm taking Sam Baby Gate number one. Beautiful. Uh for me, number two happened in nineteen ninety five. Ah, uh, is this is this the one? <laughs> this is Daryl Hare Murley No Ball. Calling yep. Murley for a no ball that rocked the world because he chucks it. 
Um, he called him for, what was it, seven in three overs? Correct. Or five in three overs? Yeah. Unbelievable. Pretty much, it was pretty much as it's like the a only, stand, wasn't it? It is generally the only ever time in the history of cricket in an international level that that's been called. Um, and he wasn't, he did it as like protesting, didn't he? Didn't he? Because he said, like, he chucks it, I'm, I'm calling it no ball. Apparently so. It was to do when he bowled uh, a certain type of delivery that they've been pressing for a while that he did. I think it was his top spinner yep. where he generally bends his elbow. And he was like, no, nah, I've had enough. I've had a gutful yep. and no balled him. Cool. Uh, so I'm going to take, so I've got two picks here. If one of them can slip to me, that'd be great. But I'm going to go with this one. Um, it's Pakistan match fixing yep. against England. Like, you can't, it was a deliberate on-field act to, was it bowl, no balls and wides at certain times? Uh, I believe it was just not, it was just the uh, no balls. No balls. So bowling deliberate no balls at certain times for the bookmakers in international test match cricket against England. Yep. It almost doesn't get much bigger There's than still that. the best footage of Muhammad Amir. Yep. It's overstepping by about four meters to bowl his no ball on the third ball of the test match in the world. Um, like he, he, it was the most, wasn't even like blatant. Yep. Like it was, it wasn't like a little bit of discreet no ball cheating. It's I'm putting my full two, my two legs over the line. Now that I say that, I'm so glad that's fallen to me at pick four. Um, you go next pick. Hmm. So for me. How many picks have we got left? Uh, you have three left. Perfect. Oh, we both have three left. 2007 by Bados Tour. Yep. This is going to be my first pick that's outside the uh, field. Yes, 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 yes. Bob Woolmers, the Pakistan cricket coach, the day after they got eliminated from the World Cup was found dead in his hotel room. Yes. That is still one of the things that just sort of... Yep. Unbelievable. Yeah, crazy. Absolutely like it crazy. just the day after they were eliminated. Yeah, that that wasn't on my list, but it's completely understandable. Imagine like but obviously it's Pakistan, so people are like, oh yeah, whatever. Yep. Imagine if Andrew McDonald, if we lose the ashes, it wakes up dead. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um all right, so this one has slid to me, so I'm gonna take this. It's another on field incident. Um the Andrew Simons and Harjun Singh. Monkey Gate. Monkey Gate. Uh, I was... What year was that? Uh, was 08. 08. So I was sort of just around the time of getting into my cricket. So I didn't really... That's when we had our awesome side too. So like, it was pure. Yeah, so it was pure. But like, I remember it at the time being so big. And you look back at it now and you're like, oh, that's fucking magic if that happened today. So I'm taking that... Simmons versus Singh Monkey Gate. I've got Moki Gate here. Let's change that order correct. All right, two more picks left. For me, 2005 Ashes. Ricky Ponting gets run out by England's subfielder that was brought in as a fielder. So this is when they changed the rules that you had to name yep. 13, 14, and 15 now to be in a squad. Mm -hmm. England had brought in a fielder. Um, someone and they were using their bowlers to sit off for a lot of overs yep. to rest while having a subfielder on and he threw down the stump side on and runs Ricky Ponting off. And I still see that beautiful footage where Ponting is steaming up the stairs and is hosing 
their bowlers and their coaches and the England yeah. brigade in a fucking fuck you, yeah. which then altered the rules and from so, there. And so I have heard about this incident, don't know much about it. So I, hang on, so you're saying that, because obviously now, if you go off, you can't bowl for a, like the certain yeah. amount of time you're off, but back then it wasn't? No, it was, but it England, was. England were using their bowlers. Yep. And sending them off and then sending another bowler off in like a beautiful timed schedule, yep. knowing that they could come back on and bowl in right. the right times. Yeah. But they had a sub fielder who was sitting at cover, who was a proper fielder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently like the It'd best be like fielder just, in he was the best fielder in England, wasn't a good bat. It'd really be like wasn't bringing in Glenn Maxwell just a field. Yeah, genuinely. And but they would but you would put Pat Cummings off for ten overs and bring him back on. Hazelwood off for 10 overs. Like, they weren't staying on the field. They were just going off and sitting there. That's a great pick. Unbelievable. That's a great pick. Change rules. Yep. Um, I'm going to go with the Cronier match fixing. Yeah, very good. Yep. Match fixing scandal. um, Once again, involving bookies. And then the day after he received his... No. He might have received the life ban and then retired forever. Mm -hmm. But... mm, Fact of the matter is, he's received, and so obviously this is. Oh, is this on field or off field? Nah, two thousand on field. On field, so technically because he did all his things correct. on field, which is um, court. So, mate, we just I've I've got in here. Amir has played Test cricket. Came this, back in the eventually. The Sam the Sam Simon, Simon, Simon Buck got twenty years. The Sam people people have. Um, Played cricket again. Cronier yeah. got banned for life. So this is a pretty big fucking yeah, big incident. Huge. At pick four. All huge. Right. Last pick. For me. Last pick for me is mm-hmm. Indian cricket board. An yep. Indian players team ending Steve Buckner's umpiring career. I did see this. I did see this. Now, is this on-field or off-field? This is on-field on technically for a series yep. where they believe this is just just right at the beginning before India was still refusing to use DRS. Because t- DRS, they that. said, there's because it's not 100%, we think there's flawed. And then out of nowhere, Steve Buckner went through and just were giving some of the most ridiculous decisions that were so wrong, which forced the Indian... Never seen before where players are like, we're not playing if he's umpiring kind of stuff. That is, that, oh, yeah, that is crazy. Like, in, unbelievable. So, ended Steve Buckner's career, similar to how Joel Wilson and the current two umpires of the last test should be ended. Mate, that's not even... A, that They should never... Never do it again. Hmm. Never umpire again. All right, and now my last pick. I haven't used an off-field, so I'm going to go um, off-field for this one. At the absolute peak of his powers, hmm. the man... Kenneth. Kenneth, at the absolute peak, gets a year. Now, it's only a year, but a drug ban. Um, you do a bit of research on it, and what does he claim? That he was doing it just for... His hair. Yep. And, and white hair and white. So, like, obviously, for him, it wasn't like I'm trying to performance enhance. He's like, oh, I just want to, you know, want to feel myself a bit. I think he tried to lie with the hair, and then they're like, bro, all right. Yeah. And then went, okay, I'm doing it for my white. Yeah, but the 
um, don't, whoa, a bit of rain, but the drug he used is a masking agent for steroids and such. So he only copped a year, but at the peak of his power, Shane Warne. Well, they actually had him tipped at the time he was vice captain. Yep. He was potentially going to be um, captain of Australia. Yeah. They had, he was very close. And then he did that and then, yep. but who cares? Could bowl, could bowl flipper. Correct. So, yeah, so that's the end of the draft. So, Cam goes with the underarm incident. Murally, um, no balls. Pakistan coach found dead. 24, uh, 2005 Ashes run out and the Steve Buckner sacking. I've got Sandpaper Gate, the Pakistan match fixing versus England. Simons versus Singh Monkey Gate. Cronier match fixing and Warney's drug ban. Whew, what a pod. Just, it happens all the time, and I say it all the time, but when there's only two of us jumping on to do a pod, I assume it's going to be a quick one, and we have hit an hour and four minutes, Cameron. Yeah, you know, we give the people what they want. And sometimes we give us some course. listening. Yeah. We give us a moment to hang out and talk about our misses and yeah. such. But Tell you what, there's a lot of stuff that doesn't make these pods. Oh, heaps. A lot of stuff, and I wish you would just Patreon. let I wish you would just let it happen. <laughs> That's where I would need a sub Patreon $10 each and I'd probably lose my job. But hey, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Catch you next week. Hopefully some of the numpties are back. Adios. Pussy.